grain to glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bad. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. You darn tootin'. <laughs> darn, right. darn tootin' every time, aren't I? What? I'm darn tootin' every every time. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right. Guys, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Thank today, you. Uh, today we will be talking about the English porter. English It's all english It's very, very English. Yeah. Uh, we do not have one of our own beers to try because, as you guys may remember from last week, this is our second show of recording because we have a recording session because we're just kind of plowing through some stuff, uh, mm-hmm. trying to get caught up so you guys don't miss any content. While uh, we are on a short sabbatical, I guess, for a month. Yeah. A little so, yeah. soul-searching mission. A little soul- Well, I'm going on a beer search, so... Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. An odyssey, if you will. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll have, I'll have all that information at some point. Probably, like, 10, 10 12 episodes down the road. Yeah. But... <laughs> 20 to talk about, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we'll be talking about that. Rick, what have you been up to beer-related since the last time we recorded an hour ago? Uh, brewing. Oh, that's right. We brewed another beer. <laughs> yep. Uh, so today we've, well, let's talk about the second beer that we brewed, the California Common, because that one's done. Yep. Uh, we we hit our numbers. Yeah, again. right well, on. Well, we were we were up by two points. We were two yeah, points we were two up. points over. The first beer, we were seven points over. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting there. But this one, we were two points over and right on the volume. Yes. Like we didn't yes. have to adjust anything yeah yeah we we lost we lost about an extra gallon on the last one which is why we were so high right yeah so but that's brewing outside in wisconsin in march it snowed this morning did because why not (laughs) that's uh well you know last day of march and let's uh let's go ahead and dump some snow yeah no you're like hey yo we we forgot your march snowstorm here it is (laughs) except for there's been three now Well, you know what they say about March? In like an asshole, out like an asshole. Like. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all of March. Yeah. But other than that, we haven't done a whole lot. Uh, brewing, brewing it. Yeah, just not doing not, it. Yeah, just kind of doing it. Just kind of rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so beer-wise, well, I don't know, picked up some KBS. I talked about that before. Got some KBS. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Um, I haven't had any yet, so no idea if this year's is any good. No, but we'll find probably out. remedy that later, yeah. after after we're done working for the day. Yep. Yeah, this is going to be a new one. We're actually going to be responsible all day. It's weird. I don't... Well, we do have like six episodes to record. Yeah. So, we have to make it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, other than that, not a whole lot beer-related to talk about. Um, so why don't we just kind of dive in? Let's dive into the English Porter. Yeah, uh, we do have a commercial example. We are drinking uh, Fuller's London Porter. It's yep. apparently award-winning. Says so <laughs> right on the neck. Comes in these Dang. dainty little uh, 11.2 fluid ounce bottles or 330 milliliters for you, uh, for you commies out there. I mean, uh... <laughs> For your, your country likes logic. 
Yeah, no, I do wish we would switch to the metric system. It's, <laughs> it makes so much more sense. <laughs> yep. <laughs> how, ma- how, ma- how far is a mile? 5,280 of them. 80 what? Feet. Well, how far is a feet? That's 12 inches. What? We're making sense now. <laughs> okay, but what if we need to measure something smaller than an inch? Yeah. Switch over to the metric system and <laughs> use centimeters. Or you use fractions. <laughs> I just like it's 12, 5,280. Well, 12, 3, 5,280. Okay, that is... Right. And then, like, what if some? What if we need to go like a thousand miles? Is there a measurement for anything longer than a mile? Just a thousand of them. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's one thousand. Well, that, that I feel like this system doesn't make any sense. That's fine. Okay. All right. Um, well, all right, I mean, that's that, that that's just that's just like land-based measurements, though, and distances. What about like weights? Weight. Yeah. Pound. Okay, well, yeah, but, okay. How, how, but what if we, you know, what if we need to go smaller than a pound? Half a pound. Well, I mean, you can use ounces in a pound. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can use ounces. <laughs> ounces. Right. 16, one pound. <laughs> what? That, okay, but what about more than a pound? Uh, Pound. What if we need to do, like, 2,000 pounds? Ton. What? Ton. But that doesn't make any sense either. It's 2,000 of them. Oh, okay. That, I feel like... Okay, well, you know, I, I bet volume makes sense. Yeah. Volume has to yeah. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Ounces. What? No, we already used ounces. Yeah, but it's volume, too. What? Oh. And cups. What? What? Cups. Well, yeah, how, and a how, gallon. How, how many ounces in a cup? Uh, How many ounces are in a cup? Eight. Eight. <laughs> okay. Well, then what, what if we go... So cups to where? Uh, Pint. How, what? How many cups in a pint? Four? No. Eight? I think it's two. Two? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, there's, there's two cups in a pint. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, and then there, there's there's two pints in a quart. Yep. Four quarts in a gallon. Four quarts in a gallon. Four. All right. Let's well, we, go to, from two to four. But, oh, wait, I mean, we were, we were doing so well. We started with eight. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Then we went to two, then two again, then four. Okay, but what if we need to do, like, really small amounts of, like, like ingredients? Teaspoon. Then three of those, tablespoon. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, how many ounces go in each one of those? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That's, nobody's ever figured that one out. Okay, well, then what's a fathom? Yeah, you got me. <laughs> It's. I think it's six feet, <laughs> if if I remember right, or six yards or something. Fathom. Yep. And we're gonna call that the standard system. Yep, no, uh, six feet. Because it's standard. Yeah. So I guess we would go yard to fathom. Yeah. So it's twelve, three, two. Then, I don't know however many fathoms are in a mile. Uh, well, how many yards are in a mile? 5,280. That's how many feet are in a mile. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how many mile, yards. You just got to do some division. Yep. I'm not very good at division. I, I, I wonder if it's even, like, even. Maybe. Who knows? Let me look it up. All right. So it's 5,280 feet in a mile divided by three, 
would give us yards. Yeah. Which is 1760. Um, divided by two would give us fathoms. Yeah. Oh, 880 fathoms in a mile. <laughs> Perfect. Let's do 880 of those and a mile. This doesn't make any sense. Let's just go to the metric system. I'm sorry about all the horrible things that I said about the metric system. We're wrong. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, how about we talk about beer, though? Yeah, we could do that. Could we do that? All right. Okay. So beer. Yeah. Uh, London Porter. Uh, 13C. Or English Porter. Sorry. Yep. 13C in the style guidelines. 13C. All right. Uh, this is simply called a porter in Britain. Did, yep. did you know that? When I you're, do when now. You're like, it's like when you're in China, it's not Chinese food, it's just food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, overall impression, a moderate strength brown beer with restrained roasty character and bitterness. May have a range of roasted flavors, generally without burnt qualities, and often has a chocolate caramel malty profile. All right. Aroma, moderate to moderately low bready, biscuity, and toasty malt aroma with mild roastiness and may have a chocolate quality. May also show some non-roasted malt character in support, such as caramely, nutty, toffee-like, and or sweet. May have up to a moderate level of floral or earthy hops. Fruity esters, moderate to none, diacetyl, low to none. Uh, yeah, I'm not really picking up any fruity esters. It might be a little on the cold side yet, though. Yeah. Yeah, I we get, might just not have any in here. Yeah, um, I get, like, biscuit. Yeah, that's biscuit. A little bit of chocolate. There's a touch. Like a, like a baker's chocolate. I think I get a little bit of nutty character and support. Yeah, I get a little toffee. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not picking up those fruity. It no. might need to warm up, or it might just not have any. It might just not have any. Uh, yeah. Um, you get any hops? Not picking up a lot of hop. Not really either. If they're there, they're earthy and kind of blending with the... With the chocolate? Yeah. I think that might be the case. Because they're definitely not floral. It's it's going to be earthy if they're... Yeah. There. Yeah. It smells good. Uh, appearance. It appears. Ooh. A uh, light brown to dark brown in color, often with ruby highlights when held up to your patented beer light. Good clarity, although may approach being opaque. Moderate off-white to light tan head with good to fair retention. All right, holding it up to the patented beer patented light. Patented beer light. Holy ruby highlights. ruby highlights, Batman. There they and are. This is brilliantly clear. It is very clear. I can see the patented beer light. Yep. It is red now, but yep. it is there. If yeah. I look at Rick's head, does Rick's head turn red? Nope, his star doesn't shine that bright. Yeah, yours doesn't either, buddy. So <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I would call it a light tan head. Uh, yeah. With pretty fair retention. It's still there, it's just small. Yep. So. Um, yeah, this is, yeah. Brown, got the highlights. Yeah. It's very, like, yeah, the highlights, like, pop with very little light, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely see like the rubiness. It's very nice. Now I want to talk about my favorite part. Oh yeah, is that the uh, the uh, the aroma again? Yes, flavor. Moderate bready, biscuity, and toasty malt flavor includes a mild to moderate roastiness, frequently with a chocolate character. 
and often a significant caramel, nutty, and or toffee flavor, may have other secondary flavors such as coffee, licorice, biscuits, or toast in support. I do like toast. Should not have significant burnt or harsh roasted flavor, although small amounts may contribute a bitter chocolate complexity. Earthy or floral hop flavor moderate to none, medium low to medium hop bitterness may will vary the balance from slightly malty to slightly bitter. Usually fairly well attenuated, although can be somewhat sweet. Diacetyl moderately low to none, uh, moderate to low fruity esters. All right, so while you're tasting this, um, I get... Have you ever had that chocolate bread? Chocolate bread. Yeah, like it's it's bread made with chocolate, and so like it's it's, it's like a dessert bread. Okay. Well, it may it, it tastes like that. Like that's like that, that's the closest like real world descriptor I can get. Okay. Because it has it has like that that bready biscuity character with um with like just this like dark chocolate undertone and this sweetness that just kind of permeates throughout. Like a chocolate muffin. Yeah, kinda, but a little bit more bready than that. If that yeah, makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. I think I've only had a chocolate muffin. I don't yeah. think I've had chocolate bread. I don't like chocolate. Yeah. But I like chocolate when it's flavors in my beer. I don't like eating chocolate. So I could compare it to that and see it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and maybe like a like a caramel or a toffee swirl in it. So you just get like hints of it in there. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely pick up toffee as the most prevalent supporting character. Um yeah, and then just this chocolate all the way through, and especially on the end, that little bit of roast there kind of like kicks up that, uh, and gives me almost like that, like a, like a super dark chocolate aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it borders on coffee, but it's not exactly coffee. Yeah, it's from too the roast. Sweet. Well, just from the roast flavor, mm-hmm. but yeah, it it's I think it's that going into the chocolate flavor. So borders on it but it's not quite right right there um it's not harsh and yeah i get earthy hops um but they're in the background i definitely get it on the aftertaste they're there but they're not overpowering no they're definitely they're supporting everything really well yeah it's a very very nice hop flavor actually i'm thinking a fuggle like a, maybe a mix of like uh, Fuggle and EKG in this. Yeah, I definitely could see Fuggle for sure. Um, probably just straight Fuggle. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mouth. No. Oh, no fruity ahead. stuff. Nope. This one's got got none of that. So. Oh well. Doesn't have to. Yep. No diacetyl. No. Okay. All right. Mouthfeel: medium light to medium body, moderately low to moderately high carbonation, light to moderate creamy texture. <laughs> this is medium body. Yeah. Yep. It's incredibly easy drinking. There's, I can see like a light creamy texture there. Yeah. Uh, Carbonation is. I'd say it's in the medium. Moderate. Yeah. The moderate, moderately carbonated or mediumly, mediumly carbonated. Mediumly. Because, uh, well, we're going to use the imperial measurements of carbonation. Yeah, mediumly. Mediumly. Uh, And then it goes up to grande after that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> of course it's the starbucks of carbonation <laughs> i never understood that i'm gonna go on just a little bit of a tangent here about how stupid starbucks sizes are 
Like, what the hell is a venti? Like, isn't it twenty ounces? They, that's not a size. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I think they made a mistake when they were like, "We'll call it all these cool names, and this will be grande. It'll be the biggest one." And they were like, "We're gonna do twenty ounces too," and they're like, "Oh, well, we can't change the names." And call it Super Grande. <laughs> Can you supersize that for me? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I I don't. Like I mean, I would just want like when small, I, medium, large. Yeah, when I go there, that's what I do. Yeah, I just say I'll have a large coffee. Like, and it and it really gets me like so. You'll go to like Burger King now. Their small is the size of McDonald's large. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> So what do I, what do I, if I want something smaller than that, what do I, what do I ask for? A child size? <laughs> and that's Kids. the size of McDonald's medium. Yeah. I, I, no, I want the little baby size. The, the little guy. Like, I just, I just want a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> but no. Can't have it. Stupid America making everything big. Yeah. Instead of moderately sized. Yeah. That's how What's I got wrong with fat. That? <laughs> Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> uh, All right. <clears throat> Rant over. Let's talk okay. about some co- comments. Let's do it. Uh, this style description describes... This style description describes the modern version of English Porter. Not every possible variation over time in every region where it existed. I wouldn't expect that. <laughs> historical recreation should be entered in the historical category style category with an appropriate description describing the profile of the beer modern craft examples in the uk are bigger and hoppier they're more americanized yep basically yeah um i mean and that makes sense like if you're gonna do a historical recreation of a beer put it in the historical beer category yep huh i wonder if there's a thing like that (laughs) Well, it makes sense because I could see some people getting confused because, like, this is a beer with a long history. Yes. So you're making this beer, but it's not this beer anymore. Yeah. So you're making a historical, so that's where it needs to go. Like, there's a lot of beers that don't have a lot of history, so. Yeah, well, there's a lot of craft beers that started in the 80s. Right, exactly. Or, I mean, you you get things like the Hazy IPA, which is extremely new and... And that's or the Cascadian Dark Ale. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's called a black IPA. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, history. Originating in London around 300 years ago, Porter evolved from earlier sweet brown beer popular at the time. Evolved many times with various technological and ingredient developments and consumer preferences driving these changes. Sympathy, <clears throat> like... Uh, I uh, who what what like person is this written like I don't know some of the wording on here is kind of odd. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, became a highly popular, widely exported style in the 1800s before declining around World War One and disappearing in the 1950s. It was reintroduced in the mid 70s with the start of the craft beer era. The name is said to have been derived from its popularity with the London working cr- class performing various load-carrying tasks of the day. So basically, the London worker ants yeah. are porters. <laughs> I guess so. They strapped things onto their backs. And then wandered around for the queen. 
and she threw peanut holes at them. What? Where did that come from? I don't know. I just I, I was thinking of something she could throw at him, and I was like, she probably eats peanuts. Uh, parent of, var- of various regional interpretations over time, and a predecessor to all stouts, which were originally called stout porters. There is no historic connection or relationship between mild and porter. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Gary made that bold, so I felt like I had to emphasize it. And italicized. Yeah, it, Gary really wanted you to know about that one. Yeah. He wanted it to be very clear. Yeah, like that is I think that's one of the first time Gary has yelled at me. Yeah, he doesn't yell a lot. He's usually just wrong a lot. Gary's wrong a lot. <laughs> but mostly just grammatically. Yeah, yeah. Not not outright, just No, yeah. His facts are there. He just needs to present them in Yeah, either word a yeah. Way. So the wording or the spelling or punctuation. Or omissions. Um mm. Let's go with characteristic ingredients. Grists vary, but something producing a dark color is always involved. Chocolate or other dark roasted malts, uh, caramel malt, brewing sugars, and the like are common. London-type porters often use brown malt as a characteristic flavor. Oh, that's interesting. Um, So style comparison differs from American porter in that it usually has a softer, sweeter, more caramelly flavors. Oh, and more caramelly flavors, sorry. Uh, okay, yep. Uh, lower gravities and usually less alcohol. The American porter will also typically have more of a hop character. More substance and roast than a British brown now. Higher in gravity than a dark mild. Higher. All right. Vital statistics. Statistics. IBUs, 18 to 35. And SRMs, 20 to 30. Looking for an OG of 1040 to 1052, final gravity 1008 to 1014, and an ABV of 4.0 to 5.4. Nice easy drinker. And this is this is a great representation of the style because it tastes wonderful. Uh, let's talk about some commercial examples. Go with Burton Bridge, Burton Porter. Fuller's London Porter. That's the one we've got here. Uh, Nethergate Old Growler Porter. That sounds really dirty. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's the gate to the nethers. It's a growler. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, RCH Old Slug Porter. Cool. Samuel Smith Taddy Porter. I like these names. They're kind of fun. I like the Old Slug well, like <clears throat> English English pubs and beers have some of the best names. Like one that we get commonly around here is Old Speckled Hen. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's just a delightful speckled name. Speckled Hen. And like there's there's a pub called the Slug and Lettuce. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? It's just delightful. It was like they were he was making a salad one day, and someone came in and was like, "What's the name of this place?" And he's like, "Doesn't have a name." Well, it has to have a name. And he just looked down and saw, like, the slug in his lettuce. So he just came up with it. It just happened. Right. That's what it's going to be. That's what it is now. Leave me alone, okay? (laughs) Okay? You got a problem with that? Yep. All right. So I am working on recipe creation things. So just kind of off the top of your head, what malts would you want to use in this? 
because uh, uh, we're so uh, like little behind the scenes thing. Uh, we're kind of working on Rick's uh, recipe development skills. Yes, today and uh, in the follow in the next few episodes here, uh, and we're also working on some of his brewing knowledge. So we're just quizzing Rick a lot. Yeah, and it's fun. Um, well, I guess I mean English is going to be a base, mm-hmm. and there's so look at this. Um, well, I guess like a base malt's going to be lighter, right? Uh, oh yeah, for your for your SRM, yeah. So, like your base malt's gonna be like, I don't know, like a two or six row. I don't really know the difference between those though. But they have UK like two and six row, don't they? Mm-hmm. That's kind of my. Well, they, you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like my, where I would start. I think. Okay. Um, just because that seems like the right realm um since they're starting with a base malt it's gonna be lighter but i don't know the difference between two and six row so well so six row you're not gonna want to use okay um just i i wouldn't use six row uh just i don't i don't like six row it's okay. basically what it boils down to personally um for something like this i would use maris otter over um just a regular two row Maris Otter has more like that that biscuit uh, character, okay. a little sweeter. So that's a UK style one. Yep. Yeah, and that's and it's a good base for a lot of your British beers. Um, don't overuse it though. Like there's people who they say UK beer and immediately their base malt is Maris Otter. Sure. Not my favorite thing to do. I like to like use some crisp pale if I'm gonna do like a low lower like if I want a crisper bitter. Like, I'll use, like, crisp pale malt or something like that or some other, like, UK two-row. Sure. So, Maris Otter's on, like, the more... Uh, I, I, like, the bigger I'd say beer? Maris Otter is a lot like Golden Promise. Okay. Where it has, like, a very distinctive flavor. Like, okay. if it's in there, you can tell that it's in there usually. Sure. Um, and Golden Promise is a, is a Canadian malt. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I know we've used it before. Yep. And talked about it. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. I mean, Maris Otter would be a good one. I'm not too familiar with malt. Also, we have Maris Otter. So. Hey, perfect. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I think that tasting this is spectacular. So, why not go with a brown malt as well okay since that's characteristic of london i assume they use it in this mm-hmm. being that it's a london porter um so that would be a good one to throw in there because i really like this and if we could come out with something that tastes like this i think we'd be doing great yeah um so i think i'd go with that the brown malt and then uh i don't know dark roasted is that the uh the ones. So dark roast, uh, it's going to be like your coffee malts, your chocolate malts, your your roast malts, your um, your black malt. Hmm. Okay. I think... Your debittered blacks, like, I don't know. There, there's, there's a lot of different... Probably chocolate. I mean, the chocolate flavor in this goes nicely. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I guess that's where I'd shoot. Okay. Um, if I were basically trying to create a similar beer to this, not necessarily trying to clone it or anything, but if I'm going to try to create a similar beer, I'd probably go with the chocolate malt along with the Marisada and the brown, and I think we probably got a pretty good mix there then, don't we? Yeah, yeah, uh, you're you're very close to what I had. Um, so I have uh, seven pounds of Maris Otter, mm-hmm. uh, two pounds of brown malt, uh, half a pound of pale chocolate, mm. uh, and then one pound of Crystal Sixty. Okay, because I wanted I wanted uh, like something like there's that there's that middle sweetness, and I was like, well, you know, we can pull some of the some of the, like the 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 caramel characters out of that, and we're still gonna get some like biscuity toasty stuff so crystal does what like you got i know you got like crystal 20 46 yeah so it depends on on how uh kilned it is uh so that's what creates the different numbers yeah yeah so well so it's it's 60 love a bond and that's how dark it is okay so it's all the same malt that's just roasted well to a different level or colored that's that's a whole show in and on itself sure uh, but yeah, essentially, like it's it's kiln to a different degree. Okay, so it's all the same malt that's just changed by heat. Yep. For a basic description. For a very basic description, <laughs> yes. Okay. And so crystal gives some car- caramelly flavors at sixty. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll probably end up using uh, Simpsons Medium Crystal, uh, which doesn't have an exact lava bond on it, mm-hmm. and it's somewhere in the middle there, but. Yeah, okay. It's, it's like it's between like forty and sixty, I think, or forty and seventy, something something like that. So, sure. Uh, but that uh, will give us the SRM that we need. Uh, we're hitting like twenty six SRM right now. Righteous. So that's pretty close on all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only the only addition I made was the crystal. Sure. Uh, just just because I think it's going to give it a little bit more of a rounder profile. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So with that. With that recipe, uh, we're hitting uh, 1053 for our OG. Okay. Um, and then IBU wise. One point up. Uh, is it? Yeah, 1040 to 1052 is what we're shooting uh, for. Well, what if we just back down to half a thing there? And that brings us to 1051. All right, so I, I, dropped, I dropped the crystal down to uh, half a pound. Okay. Um, that drops our SRM down to 24. Is that okay? SRM 20 to, 20, 20 to 30 is what we're shooting for. Okay, so, so it's right in the middle. Yeah, that's good. Okay, um, and then uh, hops wise, I'm just gonna go straight Fuggle. Keep it simple. That's stupid. I was gonna say is, Fuggle. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do an ounce at sixty and an ounce at thirty because there's definitely some hop character that made it through. Yeah, so some I don't flavor. Wanna, yeah, but not a ton, so I didn't right. want to do it too late in the boil. But thirty minutes seems about right. Thirty seems right. Yeah, and then uh, figure ferment ferment with London Ale. That strain has been good to us in the yeah, past. Yeah, I was gonna say London Ale too because. It's a London beer that we're kind of making, so. right? Well, yeah, but we could have gone with London Ale too. We could have like there's there's a yeah. bunch of different things, but yeah, no, I like keep it simple. Let's go with something that we know, um, and that I really like that strain for my English beers. Mm-hmm. That and the ESB strain are my two favorites. Right on, yeah, I like ESB. So I'm gonna lock that in. Yeah, I think and that's good. Yeah, Lock so we should have a we, we should have a about a five percent porter. Bad. Five percent. That's good. Yeah. ABV four point oh to five point four. So right in the middle. Sounds perfect. Alright, alright, alright. I like it. I'm glad you like it, man. 
Yeah, and I like learning recipe creation a little more. Well, it's important. Yeah. And that's kind of what this entire thing has been about. Exactly. So, all right. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in again this week. Uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today. Um, if, you, uh, uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindedstudios.com. Uh, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal, and then you get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindersstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindersstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindersquareninja. Also, we've been starting to do some Twitch streaming, so check us out uh, live at twitch.tv slash blindersstudios every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central for the Department of Events, and every Monday at 8 p.m. Central for the Legends of Lothos. Yeah. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.